the profane cuss words of the church. Part two, the D word. The D word. What is the D word? What is the D word? What is the D word? Doing. Doing. <laughs> I'm not going to be before you long this morning. But I do have an illustration for you of what we're going to talk about this morning. Brother Roy, are we queued up? I want you to queue us up, okay? Let's go to James chapter 1, verse 21. James chapter 1, verse 21. I cannot tell you that the messages that we've been preaching are going to get any more comfortable. I can't tell you, I promise you this morning, that this message is going to feel comfortable. Is this Evangelism Sunday? This should set you up for this afternoon. Because at some point, y'all, we can do all of the talking, expository preaching, meetings, witnessing and evangelism trainings, all of that. But at the end of the day, somebody has to do something. When I was in college and played football, our summer would be rapidly coming to an end. We always had to report early because we had two days. We had practice. They gave us a conditioning schedule over the summer, and we should have been doing that. But it didn't matter because by the time we got through two days, we was going to be in shape anyway. Two days, for those of y'all who don't understand, is going to practice twice a day. You wake up at 7 and go to practice, practice till 11, and you come back. Our schedule is to come back at 2 to the field house. Practice from three to six. Now, what else could you do between that time? Eat and sleep and don't oversleep. But we did all that practicing. We learned plays, drills. People tried new positions. We learned a new offense. We learned a new defense. But y'all, at some point in September, game time was coming. Somebody say amen. Think about it when you were younger, you made a lot of progress, and there were metrics. When you were in school, the metric every year was what? Promotion to the next grade. Last year I was in second grade, this year I'll be in third grade. Yes? And you were supposed to be making progress. 
By the time you was in third grade, you should have known your timetables, right? Should have known how to borrow and subtraction and carry and adding, yes? Certain amount of phonics you should know by the third grade. And then you go to third grade, you go to fourth grade. You go to fourth grade, you go to fifth grade. All the way up to the 12th grade. And then those of us who went to college, you know, straight in. You had your freshman year. And then some people that party too much had the freshman year again. You see? Stuff starts slowing down when you get to being up, though. Because now you can pick and choose. I'm going to take a break. Progress on that metric is not as acute. And then the older you get, you're not in college anymore. What's the metric? You can go a whole year trying to lose 10 pounds and make no progress. They don't fail you, put you back in the next grade. You just go, woohoo, 2022, I lose 100 pounds. On December the 31st, 2021. And then you go through another year, don't make any progress. I'm single, I'm gonna meet my Boaz, my roof this year. Go through another year, don't make any progress. In an apartment, I'm gonna get in the house this year. Go through another year, don't make any progress. How about this one? I'm gonna get one disciple this year. January 1st. I made you get, go through that too. I, remember January 1st? Yeah, we, we, we stayed true to it the whole year. No progress. And when you get to be an adult, Janae, don't ever get to be too adult. You get satisfied with not making any progress. And the worst of all, you start lying to yourself when not only don't you make progress, but you start regressing. And you can still tell yourself, I'm doing good. You can still tell yourself, I'm doing fine. You can still tell yourself, I'm, I'm making it all right. Hello? Without any pressure to change, improve, it matters not how you see other people progressing to me, see? Because now you can make up your own reasons why they did it, but you didn't. Hello? You can give yourself excuses to Wayne for failing when everybody around you is succeeding. And the church is a safe place to do that because we've had that conference-style preaching culture where we say, high-five your neighbor and prophesy this and that. And people have high-fived their neighbor, they've ran around the church, they prophesied to this person that, prophesied to yourself. We stand up here crying and prophesying, yet no progress. And we learned this morning because there are things that we're thinking God is going to gift us or just do everything for us when he's not. He's waiting to reward you for your faith, obedience, and wisdom. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm preaching good than you are, better than you are amen. And somebody say amen. amen. I know I am. 
James 1.22, go to the Amplified. James 1.22 in the Amplified. It says, prove yourselves to be doers of the word. Actively and continually obeying God's precepts. Where do you get God's precepts from? The Bible. Where else do you get it from? Pardon me? The man of God? All of the people that listen said that stuff. Like Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Where else do you get precepts from? Okay, they still ain't saying it. They ain't catch on. Say it louder. Where else do you get precepts from? The man. Where else do you get it from? The man or woman of God, right? Where else might you get the precepts from? A godly Mentor, yes, 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 you got to obey. How many of y'all like to obey? Anybody like to obey? Oh, good, y'all got delivered from lying. Nobody likes to obey. Your dog doesn't even want to obey. That's one of those contrary to your flesh words obey and some people come to church and this is why they don't want to connect this is why they don't want to be accountable because they don't want to have to obey nobody or anything they want to still run their life but I want to ask you like Dr. Phil used to say how's that working for you I want to ask you and, and y'all, this was a sobering time in my life. When I took this statement, Brother Jaden, and internalized it. Because by this time, I was like 30 years old. And I heard a man or woman of God say that. I, forget, I don't forget, forget who it was. He said, everything you have in every place you are is an accumulation of everything that you've said and done in the past. He didn't say it was because of the white man. Come on, somebody. He wasn't saying he didn't say it because of my daddy or my mama did this. He didn't say it because of anybody. He said, everything that you have and everything that you've done and everything that you are right now is an accumulation of everything that you said and decided on yesterday. Can you honestly say this? It's my fault. Two people. It's my fault. Can you say it? Can you say it? It's my fault. Where I am right now is my fault. Good or bad is who is it? It's my fault. <laughs> Woo! I love y'all today. This is this is my prayer. We're not we don't even have to move from the scripture, y'all. I can preach this to the end of the year. See, you've got to actively and continually. You've got to actively and continually. Sometimes we'll get in the service like this this morning. I remind everybody of COVID. And we get actively obedient for the moment. Actively humble for the moment. But it said what? Continually. Not, li- not merely being listeners who hear the word but fall- fail to internalize its meaning. Now, this is where we're going to go today. 
Deluding. Everybody say deluding. deluding. Are you self-deluded in here? You know, you, know, you, know, you know the crazy thing about that, Israel? People that are self-deluded are not going to answer that they're self-deluded because they self-deluded. Everybody in here could be self-deluded because you don't think you're self-deluded. But the thing about being self-deluded is you don't know when you're self-deluded because you've deceived your own self. You get this, right? If you're deceiving yourself, you don't know. I can't ask you. You're not a good source to know whether you're deluded or not. But you think you are, don't you? I would know if I was deluded. You think that, don't you? My wife does. I ain't deluded because I would know. How do a delusional person know if they're deluded or not? How? How can you keep yourself from being deluded? The Bible just told us, number one, we're going to actively continually do the word. The word becomes the metric. And the people that carry the word, uh-oh, I can get the word for myself. No, you can't. How can they hear without a? How can they preach except they be? You're not an island to yourself. You need somebody. I told the men, I told the women, you need two things. What? You need a spiritual friend that's not afraid to tell you your breath stink. And you need a mentor. If I go around this room right now, who's your mentor? Some of y'all going to point at me and I'm going to point right back. No, uh You ain't listened to me since 06. Hello? And y'all, I'm going to tell you one thing I'm, a, I'm afraid of. No, no, I, and, and the Bible hasn't given us spirit of fear. But the thing I'm very concerned about is being self-deluded. I really am. I, 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 y'all, I don't want to be self-deluded. That's why I'm always checking in with people. Every boss I had, you call them. You call any boss I ever had and the boss I have right now. I ask every boss, what am I doing wrong? When the last time you asked somebody that? Do you ask people that? The people that are around you? Am I doing anything wrong? What can I do better? Can I do something better? Hello? Because I don't want to be around here thinking I'm something I'm not. Hello? I think I'm a bag of chips and all that, and I'm over here looking like a fool. Somebody say amen. Hello? When I preach, I ask for feedback. Hello? Amen. Did it change your life? Did it help you? Hello? Because I don't want to be up here doing something that's stupid. Hello? I don't mind looking like a fool being in the storefront as long as we got almost $100,000 in our building fund. Somebody say amen. amen. I don't mind it. But y'all, we don't went through our list and all we got is $5,000 in the building fund. I would be second guessing something. Like, am I even supposed to be doing it? What's going on? Hello? Because the worst thing to do is go through life deceiving yourself over and over and over that you're making progress from one year to the next and you haven't done anything. Single people, how long do it take to get married? I mean, really. 
What's the problem? It's all the men? It's the men, right? That's the problem. If you're a woman, and if you're a man, it's all the other women. Ain't nobody right, ain't nobody good. Hello? Everybody else is the problem. Come on, somebody. I just want to know, or could you be the problem? Could you be self-deluded? Could it be things that God wants to work out and work through you? Come on, somebody. You ever knew somebody, and they always crying the victim in their relationship, but then you know them, like, bro, no, you the one be tripping. And they was tripping. Come on, somebody. And they be so delusional. And they don't get it. And you, you done got tired of telling them anyway. It's like, yeah, whatever, man. Self-delusion. Y'all, so many of us in the church are delusional because we don't have delusional checks. Number one. Number one. Are we serving God or what? How long do it really take God to do something? So maybe I'm asking God to do something that he's not going to do that he wants you to do. Because it don't take, when God get on something, it don't take him long. Somebody say amen. amen. Number two, do you have people in your life that you're submitted to? Do you have somebody that if you was walking this way and they say stop and turn around, you would do it? Don't nod to me and don't say, mm-hmm, and you know you don't have nobody like that. There is nobody that can turn you on a dime. You got to process it. You got to rationalize it. This is what it said. It said, deluding yourself by unsound reasoning. Unsound reasoning. You reason and everything, but your reasoning is messed up. Your reasoning mechanism, you reason it out. You rationalize it out, but what you're working with is some illogical logic. Some irrational rationale. <laughs> Do you know the devil will have your brain all messed up in delusions? Somebody say amen. amen. How many children your, your parent is in the room? Okay, I, I, just, I just want you to say, Okay, who, I want you to think about it. Who's the greatest source of favor and finance in your life? If they're in this room, point to it. Point to them. Huh? Yeah, I see. Anybody. Not, not just me, I'm talking about, like, if you're living with somebody else, it ain't me. If you're married to somebody, it ain't me. Come on, brothers. Don't point to me. I can't do what your wife do. Hello? Favor. Who's the greatest source of favor and finance in your life? Come on. Where's parents at? Where's kids at? Kids ain't pointing to nobody. Jayden, who's the greatest source of finance and favor in your life? Okay. Ain't, ain't nobody pointing uh, out there. They, they pointing out there. You, you pointing somewhere? You pointing somewhere? But now, now, now look, though. Look, though. Ain't, anybody else? Ain't, ain't nobody else got no point? Uh, you don't live with me, baby. Who house you live in? Who, I, oh, okay, you're right. Is there anybody else? Ain't nobody pointing nowhere. Who's the greatest source of favor in this room if you got one? Oh! But wait a minute. 
I'm talking about a person. Yeah, we, we quick to call God. But the devil will have you so delusional that the very person that's the greatest source of blessing to your life is the person you got the biggest problem with. Y'all, that's delusions. Kids put out with their parents. Hello? Can't stand mama. Uh, who got your hair done? Who got your hair done on the back row? Who got your hair done? Did your mama get your hair done? Yeah. Hello? Who's the source of most of your meals in your house, sir? Mom, right? Yeah. But you put out. Come on, somebody. See, that's why you need a mentor and a friend. Because they'll keep you from being stupid and delusional. Now, I want you to think about the person you get the matters at. The person you get the most highly offended at. The person, sometimes you don't even want to talk to them. Hello? Y'all, that's delusions. Come on, somebody. The Bible says that we're actively continually obeying God's precept and not merely listeners. Now, y'all, this is so funny, and we're going to show this, and then we're going to end this out. Because I know some of y'all got to go out and stuff. Are you queued up? Now, listen. Wait, wait for you. So on, on the other night, it was my daughter's birthday. We were supposed to go out. It was raining, so we didn't go out. So we stayed in, and they wanted to, my family's goofy, right? So they wanted to watch, um, what was it, the Family Feud, The Dumb Answers, Family Feud, so they watched. That stuff was funny. It was funny. I'd never seen that stuff. And then they watched The Worst Auditions, American Idol stuff. Now, when we were watching that, my preaching bone started. It was a couple of things. One of the things that council culture has done in America, it has silenced brutal truth. Do you remember? Like people go on and sing on American Idol and Simon would say, that sounds like rubbish. This is the worst I've ever heard. Randy's like, you can't sing, dog. You can't sing. <laughs> like, like, that was just the honest, blatant honesty. Y'all, you can't do that in this culture now on TV. Nobody does that. But people would be so delusional. Now, here's the thing, and I was telling my wife this. I stopped the video, I started preaching. It was like, oh God, he's preaching. But, 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 but y'all, it got me so stirred because the crazy people have been there the whole time to you, the delusional people. The only problem was they didn't have the mic. Somebody that wasn't delusional was in charge. But now all the delusional people are in charge with the mic. Deciding what to teach your children. Come on, somebody. Deciding what to push in the legislation. Delusional people. 
A man is clearly a man walking around in a spa with man parts in front of women and girls. And people still say, well, that's his expression. Y'all, that is stupid. Delusions. But y'all, this is what I'm going to show y'all. This is, it is funny. But you always had people who couldn't sing go on the show. And then they thought they could sing. But this one, it takes delusions to a whole nother level. Just roll it. This is all I can tell you. Roll it. Now, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, okay, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, Now, this is the thing I don't understand about delusional people. She comes in, the three people are sitting there, what are they going to do? They're going to judge her. She came in through the whole process to submit to their judgment. Right? Okay. This happens all the time. Am I sitting there listening to you? Am I sitting there listening to you? No. You sitting there listening to me. Did you know who was going to pastor this church? Did you see the sign on the outside? Okay. So when you came in and sat down, there was an act of submission to the man of God that's at the church. But then sit here over a long period of time, Alondra, and develop problems with the pastor and what he's doing and how he's teaching. I don't understand. Y'all, that's delusions. Somebody say amen. Roll the tape.
Now, y'all, but I want to tell y'all, pastoring, y'all, I experience this all the time. I do. I know you don't think I do, but really, this is my life. Trying to pastor people, trying to mentor people, they tell you what they want in life, and you tell them. You hold out the standard. Okay, this is what you need to do. And then, okay, I'm going to do it. And then when you get into it, hello? They change their mind or they're not willing to do it or they, then they want to change the rules. Well, I ought to be able to do it like this or, or that's, that's just your opinion, Pastor. No, that's not my opinion. It's the word of God. It was the truth at one time. Somebody say amen. amen. We, we was better than sliced bread at one time, but all of a sudden, come on somebody. You see how fast she switched from being happy just to be in the room to now shut up. I'm smart. Let me tell you something. Hello? Amen. You know what the people who living in my house can tell me? Not Not much. <laughs> Hello? Because they in my house. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and y'all, we have created, and, and this, these, these group of people now, the young people, they in it now. They in all the delusions, the dishonor, the no honor for authority, the no honor for anybody greater than you. Somebody's greater than you. Nobody less than you can give you more. Nobody less than you can give you more. So why do the people that don't have nothing always keep trying to hook up with other people that don't have nothing? Come on, somebody. It never works. And we stay in delusions and not willing to do the work, not willing to do what it takes, not willing to do what God has called us to do. And it might not be something that's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. But if you would get into that active, continual doing the word of God, go back to that scripture. It will come to pass. Or don't we believe the Bible? Because I get in a position sometimes, so Tiana, I have to ask you, well, do you believe in God? Well, yes, I believe in God. Okay, so you believe God is real? Well, yes. Well, do you believe that faith works? Well, yes. Have you been in faith? Well, yes. Well, why haven't worked? Somebody lying somewhere. 
We're in delusions. And then unsound reasoning. Did y'all hear the lady? Like, I can't even explain unsound reasoning. Y'all saw it, right? She was, she was logically rationaling something out that was irrational. But it made sense to her. But she's our own judge and jury. Can't nobody get in there. Nobody can correct it. <laughs> she's standing in front of three multimillionaires and won't listen. That's just on the secular front. Somebody say amen. amen. People, you know, me and my wife, 30 years of marriage, and you try to tell a couple something, they ain't that, well, that's y'all opinion. Hmm. Don't raise children, you know, through teenage years, well, that's y'all opinion. It's our opinion to tell, people, tell kids, make kids say yes, sir, no, sir. Maybe it is. Seems to work, though. Hello? Yeah. Won't listen. Self-delusion with unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. Now let me tell you what happens to you. When you keep losing, Courtney, not saying that you lose because you win, but when you keep losing, you cannot sustain losing and thinking you're doing everything right. So there's only one other thing you, have, you can do. Anybody know? Huh? No, you can't sustain that. So then you have to start blaming other people. The nouns in your life. The people, the places. Well, I'm at the wrong place, see. I need to go over. How many times have you done that, though? And then now you got to start all the way over. Huh? You leave this church, you got to go to a new church. Somebody got to know your name. Somebody got to do that. Then you got to start all over. So, so now I'm at the wrong place. Good God Almighty. You said you left the wrong place to come here. Come on, somebody. Then it's the people. They the problem. <laughs> Hello? Or the thing. Oh, it's the job. Well, they don't have no jobs in my field out here in Houston, so I got to go back to San Francisco. Oh, they don't, they don't do that over here, so I got to go over there. You start blaming because you're a loser. But you're losing because you're deluding yourself. If you just get in the Word and start doing it. Come on, somebody. Last scripture. James 2.20. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith, vain, he calls you. Vain, he calls you. James 2.20. <laughs> he says, but wilt thou know on vain men or woman too? You're vain. You're so into yourself. Everything you're thinking is correct. All your thought processes are right. Yes or no? You ever thought you knew how to get somewhere and knew you knew how to get somewhere and then you, you just, you was lost? Go back to break up your brain. So if all your thought processes are not right, then why are you so stuck and proud on everything that you decide to do instead of running it by somebody? I had, I had some members that did something so stupid two weeks ago, and I told them to, and they old enough. I said, it's the stupidest thing y'all could have did. 
You know what happened? You think they got offended? What you think? You tell somebody it's the stupidest thing they could have done, you think they got offended? They didn't. They corrected. <laughs> they corrected. And now they back on track again. Somebody say amen. Who will you hear tell you that's the stupidest thing you ever done and correct? That's what I mean. Are you going to get in your feelings? But then all you got to do is measure out. Well, what, where am I at now, though? Somebody say amen. Am I still in circles? Did I lose the 50 pounds and it's June? Do I have $1,000 in my bank account yet? Maybe I should listen. Hello? Tamisi. Maybe I should listen. Am I still living with people? Nephew. Maybe I should listen. <laughs> or I can be delusional and keep running from myself. You know why there's a lot of homeless people? And y'all, we've ministered to a lot of homeless people. Try to get them in shelters because we got people that work in Star Hope that we know they can get people right there. Do you know why people are homeless? It's not because there are no rooms in the shelters. It's because they want to be on the street because they don't want to listen to nobody's rules. <laughs> that's why. Y'all, that's delusional. I'd rather get mugged right out on the street, get robbed every day, than be inside a star hope or somewhere. Unsound reasoning. Come on, somebody. But you willing you, but are you willing to recognize you foolish, spiritually shallow person? Oh God. Maybe God's not PC either, right, Tanya? He sounds like Simon Cowell. But are you willing to recognize you foolish, spiritually shallow person that faith without good works is useless? Corresponding action. We told some we told all y'all to get the, the pep talk book, right? Terry Savelle for start saying your daily. But how many of y'all doing that? But everybody said amen to it though. But it's still, if I say raise your hand, who does it every day? It's only a few of you who do it. You can feel like you're doing something. Y'all, that's what faith is. To daily say in the face of contradictory circumstances, I'm married. I'm 280 pounds. I'm fit. Come on, somebody. I'm around big thinkers and big dreamers. I have opportunities. I never have money problems another day in my life. Come on, somebody. To say that every day in the face of contradictory circumstances is you working your faith. Oh, I have faith, but where's the work set? What are you doing daily to work that faith every single day, multiple times a day? Are you getting up looking for the job that you say you already got? What are you doing? Or we could be self-deluded and have unsound reasoning as to why in July we're not further along in our goals. The stuff we said we was going to do, stuff we shouted about January the 1st, 2021, between 
December 31st, 2020, January 1st. All the stuff we shouted about, all the stuff we wrote down. Did y'all write it down? Yeah, I made you write it down. I saw you writing it down. What's the excuse as to why? What, what are we going to say? What's the unsound reasoning? Are we self-deluded? Are we willing to walk in truth? Every head bowed, every eye closed.